joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition real play podcast. I am their Dungeon Master Patrick, and with us today, we have Matt. Hello, everyone. And we also have Tyler. Hello, everyone. And we got Otto. Bonjour, tout le monde. And we have me. How you doing out there? You know, I really thought it was going to go Matt, Tyler, and then Otto just all saying the same stuff, but nope. Nope. That would have been fun. How is everybody today? Well. Pretty good. Well. well. I'm well. a big horse. I'm Patrick. well, gentlemen. Well, 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 well. I'm blind now. No, you're not blind. You can finally see because you got glasses. I guess so, yeah. I guess so. Are you just experiencing a whole new world? Wow. Copyright. Good copyright dodge there. Yeah, uh, right nice in the nick one. of time. Because, you know, Disney's really keeping an eye on us. Oh, yeah. All those small podcasts that say mm-hmm. dumb shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm watching you, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You hold you down. Me. <laughs> no, no, she's not crazy. I said she's fucking goofy. <laughs> mm, classic. Mitty, no. Mitty, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, look, I got a four-sided die. One of you is going to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Nate with a one, Matt with a two, Otto with a three, Tyler with a four. Let's hope it's not a two, because you were a T-Rex the whole time. Let's hope it's not a four. No, that was a one. That's a Nate. So, we were at a lake where we were supposed to be bathing, but instead, Elias superhero landing on top of Resden, who turned into a T-Rex. Then... Resin roamed around and maimed many forest animals while the rest of us learned that Kara is on her way in two days to raise home to the ground and capture us and take back the airship. And we were discussing plans on what to do next because our timeline just got a bit compressed. Yay. We need WinRAR (laughs) for our plans. Well, anyway, Elias did cross over from Kendala to... um, Sistoria? Is that where we are now? Um, yeah, you're in Sistoria. I will give you the name for that, please. And one cool, second. thank you. Uh, but Elias has not brought this up yet, so. You took the ports of Matagalo on southern Sistoria to Alistead in Kandala. Yes, right. How far away from we this are we from this port? Uh, from that port, you're at least five to six days, depending on cart walking or any other possible speedy way. I'll roll a history check to see if... Uh, Oh shit, I need a character sheet for this game, don't I? Yes, I'm you do. I'm history check to see if uh, Elias remembers this at all anyway. Elias should. He, nope. You had a lot of fun with your friends. You got advantage. Oh, The good. rats and all that fun. <laughs> I rolled a two and a three. Yes. So, you were saying um, trauma from the rats? I don't know. Yep. Trauma from the rats. As you're trying to think of all this happening, the ending of last episode, you see Tresden Rex just run, chop on one last rabbit, just as his spell, his polymorph spell, just begins to alter back to Resden form as he topples forward in a rolling somersault, ass over tea kettle, and there Resden is covered in blood with a with a rabbit half sticking out of his mouth, just covered in blood. Yeah, fur. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Feeling all right there, Resden? I'm okay. A uh, little weird. Feel a little smarter, but um, okay. Was someone playing with me? Nope. <laughs> and Elias just kind of like looks slightly t- 
two, like, over Resden's shoulder behind him and sees, like, the bloody corpse of, like, a deer and, like, two other rabbits. Just kind of, like, then looks, leans back in. <laughs> no one at all. I am much hungrier when I'm in that form. Ugh. I think I'll stick with smaller. <laughs> Resden, you do have the taste of blood in your mouth. It doesn't bother me. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, but <laughs> just like before you had washed yourself up, you are now once again completely covered in blood from the remains of that rabbit. Uh, okay. Are we still by the lake or did we move from there? You are still We're in home. No, no, oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys did go back home. Yeah. With Asmi as a T-Rex. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You were kind of like just outside of the town in the background. Yeah, you yeah. were just running around like a like a <laughs> mad T-Rex. rabbits flying up in the air. <laughs> yep, yep, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Occasionally in the background. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun sound effects for and me. We were, <laughs> that we were was, with your so dad, good. right? Oh, yeah. uh, Atris, cool. So I'm in town now. Yes, yes. you were in town. I'm not in back at the lake. Okay. No, you were in town. You were in pure resident form. Um, I would like to find a wash bowl. Or a wash. The thing. lake kind of is their wash bowl, to be fair. I'm gonna go uh, take um, Resden back to the lake and uh, catch him up on, on. Does he want my water skin? What he missed? Yeah, I, yeah. Let's just yeah. yeah. Actually, hmm. um, uh, can I ask a favor, uh, Atris? Do you, uh, do you? Yeah. Do you have any? <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm digging the robe anymore. It's kind okay. of. I don't know. It just kind of. I, I I just. I, it doesn't feel right. It, it does nothing for your butt. I, I want something like, I don't know. I don't know. It's more snug. Something that kind of fits my skin a little tighter. Uh, we can take you to the stone weavers. They make tools, that kind of stuff. They might have some armor left over, potentially. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to leave the robe here and I put everything in my that's in my pockets in the back. You're naked? No, no. I've got... I've got leather pants okay. on and, and a, a, jer- <laughs> a, 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 a sleeveless, like uh, not a jerk. And what do you just what do you just call like those old style shirts that kind of tunic? fold tunic? over like that? Tunic, puffy yeah. shirt? No, it's not puffy. Tunic, 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 puffy it's shirt. Like a sleeveless Resident, shirt that just yeah. fold over and button. Owl's moving castle shirt. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Bodkin's a needle. There. So I'll go uh, wash up. So yeah. Resident and Tyler going to wash up at the uh, the lake again? Yeah, I'm gonna try. And the last will be kind of giving him like the rundown of what happened while he was as a. A T-Rex and also trying to also give him fashion advice as to what th- he thinks would look really good. Uh, it's like shape. It's like I just really think you know I, I changed in these forms and it really gave me a bunch of confidence. I mean now I'm just kind of I have the the midsection kind of uncovered now. You know just kind of side to side to see this new tattoo right. But like you know we, a form fitting clothing really just it just makes a difference in your confidence. You know um, and I think you've got a lot to give. You got a lot to show. People want to see your body. And it just kind of trails off and that's the last thing you hear. <laughs> Now, for Elias, are we talking Aladdin vest or midriff shirt? It's kind of like an anime, anime style, sort of. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, <laughs> you know. I'm good with that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that <laughs> made really I'm good uh, of the description. the monkey from Aladdin, but. <laughs> it's, 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 a little, it's, it's more, it's like a little bit more snug than that, kind of somehow. That one's pretty snug. I don't know if you're remembering the monkey from Aladdin properly. Oh, the monkey. Yeah. 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 Or who's the, who's the white-haired vampire from Seven Deadly Sins? Doesn't yes, he have a sleeveless Bob. Bob. Yeah, that's what I was thinking after that guy. Or Amadeus or, like, or whatever like his so name is. many anime protagonists. As Resden and Elias are walking up for you all to get cleaned up, what's going on with uh, Atreus and Linden? Any uh, any words going on here about uh, things that are going to happen? I think Atreus is still kind of like trying to think of the best course of action here because we never really got to like, this is what's going on. And then she, her gaze kind of goes over 
to the remains of the constructs and goes, well, we can't just leave that here, right? Why not? Because it's just it just gives them another construct. We don't want to give them that, right? Okay, so we have we have two days. We have th- three, four objectives. Uh, four, yes. We need to protect the people of home. Mm-hmm. We need to protect what's left of the belongings that your people have here, uh, if possible. If Secondary. possible, but it's not really. We're nomadic people, kind of. So. Oh, that makes it easier. Yeah, a bit easier. And we need to find a way to move forward in our ambassadorial duties? Yeah. Diplomatic duties? Yeah. I know the plan right now, get the general population of home away to somewhere else, and then us, Huck's team, and my family go to Greenspire, talk with your mom, get get the girls together, you know? <laughs> Well, no. Thelma and Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Get the girlies together. It's all good. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe we teach some of the more technically inclined people how to work one of the constructs and they can use it to like defend themselves while they're walking to wherever else they have to go. I don't think that one will be walking anytime soon. Points the one, one of them with like, is the severed functional leg. as far yes. as I... One of them yeah. is functional. That one looks okay. There's a lot of blood inside, but otherwise it looks okay. It's probably cleanable. Atreus, go ahead and give me an intelligence check. Okay. Plus zero. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Um, y- you do know that there are quite a few uh, smart people here that kind of have an understanding of basic, um, not mechanics, but, you know, levers and whatnot from some of the various things that they've made. Uh, mm-hmm. Ali is also a little, little handy with some things that you know of. I'm not leaving Ollie here, though. <laughs> He's coming with me. Does Atreus know? Because I feel like it's probably similar enough to flying an airship. Would she be able to teach two people how to work the construct? Perhaps she if does a- have proficiency with land vehicles. Yeah, but perhaps if Atreus went in there and tried to work it with someone else first, you may have a better understanding. Fair. Lyndon, how are you with uh, stuff like that? Lyndon walks up to the metal leg, kind of taps on it with a claw. Hmm, not at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we could get Ollie. He kind of knows that kind of stuff. He's pretty well known in the village if he's able to teach people. He doesn't really talk anymore, though. No, he, he does now. He does he, now? He told you okay. he kept a vow of silence while you were gone. Okay. I just know he wasn't talking very much in like scenes he was in. So as we were walking out of the village, because I wasn't, Elias wasn't in the battle. Do we? Are we? Are the constructs like in the town or kind of like kind of they outside are, of the town? They're like, just on the outside of, uh, just to the right of the the main door, like okay. the main gate. They're just to the right of it. So as we, as Rez and I were walking by, I wanted to kind of look at them, inspect them for a moment, just to kind of yeah, under, maybe get an understanding of how they worked and if maybe like what their power source was potentially. Just something like that. Yeah, so as, as you were uh, taking a look at it, it looks like there's a massive glass bubble with a hatch on the very top. Kind of opens up like Pac-Man's head. Um, there are uh, uh, metal wrappings and bindings all around the whole entire uh, encasement of it. Uh, there's two seats, one in front of the other. Uh, it looks like one person is the pilot and one person is controlling the arms. One arm has saws on it. The other one has this massive type of uh, crane that can just extend out with... Uh, like uh, a rope, not a rope, but a uh, like a, a cable. grappling hook. 
Yeah, a, a cable with a claw at the end of it so they can pick logs up and move them. Um, two big, massive feet. It does look like it just walks. Um, but then on the back side of it, it appears to have some sort of uh, like a backpack with various chambers and tubes. And while you're just kind of there, you do hear a little bit of steam just mm. extruding out of the back. But the other one is destroyed and there's water all over the ground. Water all over the ground. Mm hmm. Okay. So what? Can I get a, a sense of like how it made the steam? Like uh, with, what? So with, with you and Resin there, you can both uh, roll an investigation check on them. I don't even need to roll. I'd be like, I'd just infer. Oh, yeah, like yeah. It's, it, it's, you haven't seen it on the ship, but it's, if I had to guess, it's probably the uh, Gimlet's people's skin sacks that they're using to boil the water and create steam. Gross. Just, just guessing. Again, the skin thing. Mm. All right. Well, so the thing about tapering is... <laughs> <laughs> are there... Um, so, Resident, are there skins... Uh, do, do they have a supply of them on hand? Uh, do we see any, like, satchels, or is there, like, any, like, like lock boxes inside the uh, cockpit or anything like that? Uh, as you go kind of look around the one that's destroyed with the water all around it, there are, you know, two containers on the back end with various pipes and tubes sticking out of it. It looks like there is one in each side of those containers about, like, half capacity of the container, still giving off heat and steam because the water is evaporating off of it. But that just seems to be all of uh, what's there. Doesn't look like there's any room on this construct to hold anymore. So it looks like there's basically just for Tyler's sake, they put it's like coal, except they're using the skin instead, right? It looks more like a massive cotton ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they put they just light that on fire and then it just kind of continuously burns, basically, oh, sort it, of thing. It doesn't get cut, caught on fire once it's put in water. It just oh, so emits it's like steam. Okay. Like fossil. Yep. Um, yeah, like magnesium, yeah. basically, except it's not exactly. explosive. Okay. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So it doesn't explode, though. It just gives off heat, a lot of heat. Boils. Yeah. Yep. Boils. So you could put this inside of something with water and create like a pressure cooker sort of thing. I would think so. Hmm. I don't think, I'm not sure if Elias would know that, but as Elias walks by, he'll see if he has the same thought that Tyler does. A 13, it's not, maybe like a vague hint of an idea. It's like... So yeah, so resin, yes, with tapering, you really want to, it's accentuating your form, but, oh, hey, Re resin, uh, the skins you were telling me about, do you think that we could, what would happen if we put one inside, like a tube, or an enclosure of some kind, and then put water inside it, and then created, like, a sealed the tube, would it then just explode of some kind, or release the pressure in some way? I imagine it'd be like a, like boiling tea in a teapot, except covering the holes is what you're yes well i guess uh you're you're much smarter than i am <laughs> after if you, you you got that i know i'm pretty i haven't you know, seen too but... much machinery in my life to be honest with you i uh, i've seen a little i've seen trinkets here and there but uh nothing until today have i seen something like this and then the airships i only just saw mm. for the well, first time coming over to this land from Terran, but I would think that it would create pressure and you'd probably get some sort of possible explosion or... Hmm. Yeah, my, my best friend Toby was theorizing about this one day on our travels. He, he was talking about making some sort of device that, like, could be powered that, you know, he didn't have a power source for it, but if it could build up enough pressure, it could, like, you know, explode or launch or, like, create a movement of some kind with uh, steamery, I guess, is what he was going to call it. I mean, it's like machinery could, and steam. Uh, he was working on time. We can yeah. try to experiment a little bit. Just, uh, we obviously are pressed for time at the moment, but to, I think if we get time, we can test these things out. If any any help in arming ourselves for the inevitable 
battles yeah. to come. Yeah, It'd maybe we could shoot useful. me out of a out of a tube. Well, towards, I was uh, going that, that route, but that's interesting. Um, yeah, or like we shoot you as that T Rex sort of thing, or I don't know what that is, but that sort of lizard thing you were earlier out of a tube. Yeah, yeah no, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'd run. Uh, I could just polymorph and fly. I mean, Lyndon can fly, and so just me in the tube then. Atrix okay. would probably be up for that, probably. I could then levitate her to come down to the ground slowly. Yeah, yeah. Feather oh, foot. Feather foot. A, t- a yeah. two tuber. Um, yeah. A two. Mm. A what? A two tuber? Oh, like it's a, a double barrel. Atreus. There you go. You could hold hands while you're out and do like oh. s- synchronized cannonballing. Elias is like glittery guys. Just gotta go wide. It was like. Oh, oh. <laughs> in, in this moment, Atreus's ears are kind of ringing a little bit. <laughs> Close line your enemies. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the tonight is going. You kind of feel like someone's talking about you. Um, so, what has Atreus told everyone here at home? Or at least your parents? About so, what? Anything. Worked on a cruise ship. She worked on a cruise ship. <laughs> she took a summer off, went to Hawaii, worked on a cruise ship for a year or two. You know? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, Gapia, I went to Chile. <laughs> She's told them that they gotta start packing up and be ready to move by the end of the day because they have to leave because obviously home isn't safe. She's telling them that they're, at least the plan in my mind is to take them to death spot either however, just because they would be better suited to that kind of society than anywhere else that she's been. Um, Pack up, be ready to leave by nightfall because they travel better at night. And as you and Lyndon are kind of wandering around, you do see quite a few people just uh, standing in groups. Um, not bags, but, you know, possessions in hand. Some people just kind of holding, like, their arms crossed with a couple things and some bags on their back. Uh, just kind of looking around, curious and questioning. Like, well, what's going on? I really don't know what's going on. I, they, they said to pack. I, I, really I, don't, I really don't know oh what's going to happen. What are we going to do? What about my prize teapot? You, you could bring a price teapot. You don't, you don't have to leave it here. You just oh. bring it with you. Oh, it's it's, it's going to be fine. But what about... Psychiatrists <laughs> would go over to this group and be like, hey, like, there's no need to worry or anything. The place that I'm going to be sending you guys to, it's a lot like our own. Lyndon, show, show them the sketches. Lyndon. The, the sketches, Lyndon. So it's a bright, oh. lin- bright woodland place with lots of sunshine? They're nocturnal people. It's a... Dark woodland plates with lots of leaves. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of. It's uh, dark all the time, actually, which is really cool, right? <gasps> yeah. But how will we know when to sleep? It's, it's up to you. When you feel, you know, Saloon's light move you, you can take a little nap whenever you want. Saloon be praised. The freedom. <laughs> it's, it's great, right? Oh, this sounds wonderful. Uh, yeah. Make sure you bring that prized teapot. Oh, Never forget it. It's a family heirloom, right? <laughs> 17 generations. All right. See you later, bud. <laughs> she slaps him on the ass and walks away. <laughs> and good game to you as well. And That's a behind pre-event you. teapot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was created at the beginning of Montreal. Beautiful. <laughs> so oh, I, so we are sending them to Despot then? I mean, I, I, I just don't think that they're going to blend in well with any civilization in Sestoria. Like, the whole thing with Despot is that they've also been isolated from the rest of the world. That's if true. If we send them That's to true. a city, 
they're gonna be like, what the fuck is an elevator? You know? <laughs> That's not true. All, not all cities have elevators. <laughs> no, but <laughs> they like, have stairs. Very but if the options were Greenspire and Despot, we don't want to put everyone in home through what you've gone through on that elevator. It, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> That's the highest I've ever been, besides the airship. So what if we sent them underground to Despot? Mm -hmm. Crumb would be needed to lead the way. Mm -hmm. We could take the airship and be a diversion. Yeah, I. you know what? You know that idea Elias was talking about last time, where we got the bears from the cave and we put them in the airship? What if we put the bears in the construct? And so when Kara comes and is like, oh, a construct, we better take that. Bears. At that point, I imagine me and uh, Elias walk up. Yeah, freshly, cl freshly cleaned. <laughs> you say bears in the constructs? Um, it's yeah. it's a glass top. They'd see them. We could paint it. Paint it. Plans? Or have it still covered in blood. Paint it with blood. Mm -hmm. It already is. Yeah, no, that's a <gasps> Elias, that's a Elias was yeah. just talking. Interesting. You say that. You're so like a trap. Yeah. What? Oh. He was talking about messing with. Like the the boiling water in the skins and creating some sort of bomb or explosion. What if we could set them up to explode? That that is something. That is something. Hmm. Where's where's uh? Do you think do you where's think that we dwarf could, guy? Do you think we could uh, time it so that they could like get it where they're like there's people in it? Maybe even Kara herself goes in it and it's like oh gotta take this burp, 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 and then boom no more carrot problem solved. Do I see the dwarf around anywhere? Uh, roll a perception check. What was his name? For some reason, Crumb. Crumb. Like, Crumb. Why am I saying, thinking Gimli? Oh, I don't think it's Crumb. Because of Gimli? Well, oh, uh, also Lord of the Rings. are you looking for that, that man over there who's covered in children? <laughs> <laughs> and you do see, as, as Elias points out, you see Crumb sitting around the hearth with about 20 plus kids. Uh, most of them with bags sitting by their side. And he just seems to be telling them some stories. And they all seem, you, you hear various like chuckles and laughter and you see a giant smile on his face and he is loving every little bit of this, as are they. <laughs> and then, oh. Tell it again. I'm not going to do it again. Tell it again, Mr. Crumb. No, no it's, it's oh, going to be like the fifth time I've done it. No, no, I can't do it anymore. Number Sorry. six. Number six. Number six. Number six. six. There's only a certain amount of times I can cast in oh, a day. I've told you the same story a couple times, lass. How's it, everyone? Throw me up in the air. Can I hold your axe? Can no. I hold your beard? No. Uh, Oh, where is your parents? Uh, uh, <laughs> this is turned from fun to hell. Uh, Crumb, uh, ah, am I oh, interrupting? Resident, resident. Oh, one. Oh, ah, hell. Ah, this <laughs> it's the guy who shat the sacred bowl. <laughs> oh, He's one. covered in blood. Oh, man, what happened to you? Ah. Looks like oh, you were having some fun running around eating the rabbits, weren't you? Oh, yeah, um... Hey. Can I uh, talk to you about something more in a serious nature? Uh, yeah, sure. Or are you in um, the middle of uh, entertaining the kids? Um, He's I'll in just... a meeting! <laughs> We're not in a meeting! Go, go. We are T now! <laughs> Take your bags and go back to your parents. I know they told you to sit here with me while they were continuing to pack, but go ahead. Okay. Last, last. T oh, Take the tissue and wipe your tears. It'll be okay, dear. <sighs> Hey, um, are you, I've read up on dwarves character. and I don't know if it's accurate with all of them, but are you good at like building things and, and 
analyzing structures and such? Well, I myself was actually a <laughs> blacksmith, so that's one oh. of the. That's what. Well, oh, that's that amazing. That's Bogar. Oh fuck! No. Yep, you're right. Thank you for uh, fixing that. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I think the boundaries yep. are beginning to blur. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. No, I, I myself am not uh, not that uh, handy with um, my hands. Um, but he kind of holds up the axe. Um, but uh, Bulgar is might Bul- be able to help me if you need some. Bulgar, the you named your axe. <laughs> he holds the axe out. No, no, it's Bulgar. He's inside the axe. The voice oh, that's been yes, talking to the me. The voice that talks to you through the axe. Mm-hmm. Well, what the don't look at? Bo- don't look at me like that. Elias, I, like Elias was kind of like generally walking up behind Resident and heard he's in the axe and went <gasps> and like his hands like go up to his mouth <laughs> and then hear the voice like he clarified it was oh oh yeah okay just to himself and, but tried to like pass it off as being stoic and then oh yeah of course he knew he knew, he knew that yeah yeah <clears throat> so uh, can. Bolgar, analyze that thing over there. And uh, possibly figure out a way for us to... Well, Atreus has a plan of what she wants to set up. I'll let her describe the details. Okay. So here's the plan. We're gonna take the constructs. We're gonna make it look nice and shiny and new and like their little gifts just for Kara. Ah, perfect. And then they're gonna be trapped so that when she gets in them to check and make sure they're all working, they're going to explode. And then there's going to be no more Kara problem, is the hope, at least. You know, the second time I said it, it did not sound as exciting or <laughs> possible. All right, now, um, you think that she's actually going to jump out of her airship when she gets here and go straight to the constructs, looking shiny and new, instead of sending one of her fucking lackeys? What if Maybe. we put the constructs on the airship she chases the airship with us on it. She boards the airship. We jump off of the airship and fall slowly to the earth. And then the constructs explode while she's on the on airship. Uh, Elias. But then you know she I can make fall- explosions with my heart, right? Elias. I'm scared of heights. Well, fuck. I've got nothing. And just Elias walks away. Oh. <laughs> you see a single bead of water just... It might Fly be sweat. Off. It might be a tear. Nobody knows, tear. really. Okay, how about this? How about we just take the fuel with us so that they can't use the constructs? The airship has more fuel, mm-hmm. and the constructs are useless without it. Well, they could just put more fuel in them. Yes, but they would have to expend resources to do that. We could puncture the tank so they would have to go to a lot of trouble. I think that repairing a punctured tank is probably easier than obtaining... Well, we could take the fuel out and then puncture the tank, so when they put it in, it's like spilling out, you know, and they don't really realize, and then you look behind it, and it's just got a trail of oil behind it, and you're like, ah, man, I just refilled that, right? Okay, we could spend a few hours just dismantling the entire constructs so that they're (laughs) not usable anymore. Take the fuel with us on the airship. Airship has more fuel. We send the denizens of home to Despot... And we take the airship and go in the opposite direction to throw Kara off the trail. Here's a thought. The stone Goliath that was working in Greenspire. Yes. What was his name? Floor polish guy? Yep. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think myself. stone shaper. There you go. Could he do anything with these? Like, if we loaded them onto the airship, took them with us to Greenspire, do you think he could repair them or even... Could your brother 
work on them and maybe give Greenspire a couple constructs to help what? with this. Elias like runs what? back over. Uh, <laughs> well, Lyndon just shrugs with both arms and both wings. Right, sorry, I, I, I walked away for a moment there. Um, so, I'm totally fine. Uh, so, yeah, my brother mo- mostly works with wood and I, I've, I've, this probably would be like out of his purview. wood, stone-ish. It's like a mix of the two, stone and metal. So, you know, maybe oh. Bullrun and your brother can work together. Um, do you have, do you have contact with that friend you tell us about that is good at mechanical stuff? Um, what was his name? His name is Teddy. Toby. It's Toby. It's Toby. It's Toby. Toby. It's Toby. Okay. It's Toby. Toby. Yes. Adrius puts an arm around Elias's shoulder. I, and goes, I do. Don't like, worry. I, I know I, how it feels to lose loved ones. No, no, no. He's all. He's alive. I just can't. I just don't know where he is right now. I mean, I'm in yeah, favor so is my of brother. both. <laughs> I'm in favor oh. of both plans, like setting up a, a trap versus and also keeping it, trying to find a way to take it with. I'm th- I'm leaning more towards us saving it and trying to take it with us. I don't know. What we can is. retrofit it to be like wind powered or solar powered or something else. Make it green. Besides these dudes. Yeah. You um, want Pat. Atreus's people Pat, to drag large constructs down. No. No, 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 no. We're going to take it to Greenspire in the airship. Hey, Pat? Yeah. Did I tell... So when I ran back to Greenspire with Triss, Uh did I tell... I told my companions where I was going, correct? Yes, you did. No. And I also vaguely remember telling Toby to meet me there as soon as he could. And you also remember somebody mentioning seeing Toby. That's true. That was on on the airship. Huck. (laughs) That's true. Oh, yes. So, Uh, Huck. My point is there's people... There's people that can probably fix it out there. Oh, I it goes runs like searching for Huck immediately. <laughs> Go ahead, roll investigation. Okay, check. I was like waiting for you. Natural twenty. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I did. I found out. Twenty-one. I'm right uh, yeah, behind you. So- I'm more- <laughs> What's my natural? Well, yeah. What does my natural twenty come to? I guess invest. It was investigation perception. You said investigation. investigation. Uh, that is a twenty-four then total. You, as you were looking all over the place, all over the uh, the immediate area, then the, the slowly expanded area, and then. Way off in the distance, you see three people walking almost just at the freaking airship. Off in the distance. Wait, where are they going? You see Chuck. You see Chuck. You see Huck, Chaz, and Frankie making their way to the airship for whatever unknown mm-hmm. reason. But it is about a uh, half a mile away. Mm. Well, that's weird. Um, your friend seems to be heading towards uh, your the airship, uh, Atreus. Maybe she's getting ready to go. I'll go find out, and I'll use my, uh, you know, my aspect step now, of the wind. Basically, I'll basically like sprint off like a wall, like jump. I don't know exactly how the town's laid out, but any sort of verticality I can get. <laughs> a tree. <laughs> Just I one. sprint up a tree and then basically use my um, you know, my step key point, step of the wind, and then my like um wings unfurled to like kind of gain a fly <laughs> speed and then kind of start flying that way. Yeah, so as you dart off, uh, Resden, go ahead, just, uh, you, you know the land of Anthriel. You know many of the various places that are here on most of the continents. You've seen maps from all over. You remember your childhood, just kind of growing up and seeing people from all over, just visiting the caravan that continued to circle, uh, Terran. You've seen maps, you've read lots of books. Go ahead, roll me an intelligence check. Uh, average eight, uh, 10. Average with a 10, you do know that there is somewhere not too far, maybe a couple days, two to three travel on foot or with a cart, depending on how fast people are from here, above ground. You do remember hearing Dante speak of the crossroads here a couple times. 
uh, in your childhood. It was another place that was very similar uh, 20, uh, 15 to 20 years ago. There was a lot of trade, a lot of going on. But you do and know it, it's somewhere here south of where you are. But you can't pinpoint exactly where it is. Uh, Atreus? Yeah? Are your, you and your people familiar with a... Uh, is this a decent-sized town, Pat, or would I not know how big it is? Uh, you've heard stories of it being massive, but it oh, also okay. being a town. But then it being a city, but then it also just being stragglers. Many of the people that you helped as you were growing up, along with the little tasks that he gave you while they were waiting sometimes, they would sit there and chat with you. Um, is, there, is there a city nearby here like within two days travel uh, above ground I, I, don't really, I remember I don't, hearing something about this part of the world I don't really know I, I don't think our With your I, mother I, I didn't or go Ollie? that way um, and we don't really leave town very much that's why for so long home was left alone is because we stayed by ourselves and we didn't really go out anywhere else in the world we had everything we needed here so I, if we did it would oh, probably just be in passing, like people walking by home that were talking about it, but... Oh, dang it. I wish Huck was over here right now. I'd ask her. She she may have flown over it. Um, and then with that, like the fucking flash, dust kicking up behind your feet as you were running through nothing but various stumps of trees and decay over the past six months you see so many twigs and branches and dead animals as you, Elias, are just running towards where Huck and her crew are heading towards the ship. You're about 20 feet from the ship when you catch them. Mm, <sighs> and he, he kind of, like, as he's traveling, his jaw, as fast as he's moving, is still, like, just very clenched seeing this sort of, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Huck. Yeah. Oh. And friends. Uh, hi, um, hi, I'm Elias, um, the hi. Dragon Force of Greenspar. Uh, pleasure to, to meet <clears throat> all of you. Anyway, yeah, um, so, nice to yes. meet you. Oh. Yes, nice to meet you as well. So, um, you know how you've said you you saw uh, a, a, a kobold with a you know the uh, a suit of armor, as if it were, uh, an artificer named Toby? Perhaps I'm not yes, sure. Yes, yes. Yes, he's my you best friend. In... What? What? Yes, oh. he's my best friend. Yes, he probably told you all about me. <laughs> I... Um... But yes, Toby. Um, I, I did see him in, in passing. Where? Uh, down in Kandala. He was walking with a group of friends. Where were they? He- where were they heading? What was they were their heading bearing? north. Towards- I don't know if they had any stops on the way, but they said they were uh, heading to Greenspire. <laughs> nice. I don't kind know of if they why <laughs> chokes back tears a little bit. Um, Thank you. Um, uh, how far away when you met up with them uh, were they from their destination? Or do you know where Greenspire is? Oh, I know uh, where Greenspire is. I dropped oh your friends off there. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Don't be sorry. Are you okay? I, you look You look like you're about to cry. That you're about to cry? I'm not. <laughs> I'm about to get into the ship and bring it closer so we can oh, grab uh, a couple um, people if we need to. Well, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll help you with that. Um, Are you capable for, of flying an airship? Or a well, cruise um, ship, as your friends call it? I can, uh, I'm very nimble, so... So, I mean, well, you can man the cannons if we need you to, but yes, absolutely. But how about, uh, sorry, I, back to my question though. I will not. How far just away cannons. from Greenspire was, uh, my, uh, that's right, and the rest of my and the journey and all, all of them. How, how far, uh, Clara, uh, spaghetti, how, how far were they from the Greenspire last you saw them? They, 
walking at least five days travel. And when did you see them? Uh, two, maybe two weeks ago? Maybe less? I don't know, the days, maybe, I, I don't know. So, I've wait, been having a lot of- lot They of, should have been in Greenspire by the, while I was still there, because I just was, I teleported from there this morning. They couldn't have been in town and didn't say hi right now. That, that's, maybe they, that's not what best friends do. And they, maybe something they must stopped have off to somewhere on the way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's other destinations up the main path. Well, on a, on a more or a less personal note, would any of those destinations be a, a good fit for your people? Or these people? Or Hawker, you're part of these people, right? I'm sorry, I don't... No, I'm part of the Hive. I was. Awesome. I'm not uh, any... Don't know much about the Hive. Um, they seem collective, uh, if anything. Oh, there's definitely a collection. Mm. Um, shall right. we... This is awkward. Yeah, let's just get on. Let's Show, go. Yeah. yeah. Let's just airship it up. <sighs> um, so for Elias, first time you were really seeing this thing up close, it looks like a, uh, uh, imagine like a massive rowboat upside down, like a uh, flat back kind of curved down, uh, about like right. yes. 80 okay. feet long. There's a, uh, on, on the right hand side, there's just like a massive staircase that dropped down front of the bow that curves down strip window and there's some bellows on the very top that will open up and allow the air balloons to inflate with air but as you get on the ship right hand side that is the cockpit and you just see huck not even worry about the the staircase as you're still kind of on it and the thing just lifts up and she just steers it closer to home can i without raising it too high in the air pardon me um how can i inspect the cannons actually have i i don't think i've ever seen something quite like a cannon before there are no cannons visible um here from where you're standing up on the main deck the cockpit is to the right and to the left there are various rooms with locked doors with like wheels on the outside mm. um huck uh, excuse me where are those those cannons hang on hang on J just give me a minute just give me a minute Sorry, let yep, me get do, closer do, let me get closer do your thing do your thing god come on elias get it together man jesus whoever that is <laughs> i'm gonna do a retake Come on, Elias, get it together. <sighs> Love a Toby. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to scoot back over to everyone else. So Elias wouldn't, like, get into the airship and leave, right? They're definitely, like, coming back. Did you tell them to bring the ship closer? No. How is oh. your mother going to react to the ship being closer? I don't know. I don't really want to find out either. I could tell be her. Fun. <laughs> I, I, you know, Reston, nope. I think you've, I think you've done a I think you've done enough. Listen, you know? I listen, think you really. I, sometimes I don't pay attention to what's directly going on. I'm focused elsewhere, but right now I'm focused. I know what our goal is, and our goal is to get these people out of here. And I think if your mom is on the same page with that, do you think she'd have a problem with this? They're they're obviously traitors to the hive, so they're on our side enemy of an enemy of our friend type of thing. I mean, I guess um, I was more just gonna do it, like, you know, we take everyone to Greenspire, and then we're like, oh, we gotta go back to Death Spot, you know, ambassador duties, and then, like, I leave a letter in her room, and like, block her phone number, you know, and it's like, whatever her phone <laughs> is. Um, block and then her, just, block like, her sending stone. Yeah, block her sending stone for a couple days and let her cool down. Are you? Maybe we should send your parents along with the inhabitants of home. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking we needed to get everyone kind of together to argue for Greenspire joining the war. But I guess my parents don't really need to be there. Ollie could probably just come and. Well, the question is, are we going to Greenspire? If we're leading Kara off on a chase, Does I don't know hive... if I want her chasing us to Greenspire. Does the hive have 
jurisdiction in oh, no, they Kandala? Do not. No. It is one of the few safe places where the hive couldn't reach us, so I do it, see some logic in going there. In Greenspire, no. Mm-hmm. But in the rest of Kandala, yes. Almost okay. almost the same as in Belthoria. They were only allowed to be guards on the outside. Right. They weren't allowed inside. Right. So taking the airship to Greenspire might be kind of a good idea, because if anyone from the Hive goes to Greenspire, they're going to be like, you can't do anything here. You have no power for us, over us. And that then is true. the guardians of Greenspire kick their ass, like Elias. <laughs> hey, hey, Nate, Nate, insert a smile right there. <laughs> he knows why. <laughs> well, as long as, as much as I would love to go chasing after Beaumont, mm-hmm. you may have a point that we may not want to do this alone. And it's not just Beaumont that we're fighting against, remember? We have that necromancer lich woman who is destroying the world. Beaumont's kind of, he's kind of should be lower on the priority scale a little bit, right? Yes, I was thinking we could work our way up to the lich. Right, right, right. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Level up if or you were. down. <laughs> Metaphorically up. Fair. I still think that we're not quite ready to, uh overthrow an emperor at least i don't feel ready to overthrow an if emperor there even is an emperor yeah i mean we, he might not even exist a- but as this conversation is happening you hear <laughs> the airship just puttering <laughs> through the sky uh and it just kind of lands on the outskirt of where the i'm sorry the the western gate uh kind of wraps around and just kind of lands much closer than it was uh, half a mile out to a quarter mile out. So, uh, two days, you said. Now, do we trust Give her? Or, take. or do trust. we think that she's saying two days and we'll be here in a day? I think well, we should get out within the next 24 it. hours. We inferred well, we, it was she in didn't, two she days. Didn't yeah. Say, yeah, she didn't say that she was going to be there in two days. Like, that would be kind of a shitty thing for an evil person to say. Uh, <laughs> so insensitive. So, <laughs> it's... It, that was Huck being like, oh, well, this is kind of how long it would take to get from this place gotcha. and then this place. So, like, if she got, if she went back to Sestoria, got a new airship, and then is coming from Sestoria to here, it's two days. If she's still in a cart, it's longer. But I would rather go for the shorter amount of time. So, 48 hours, we just need to decide who's going where, number one. How they're going to get there is number two. Right. So I think your mom and your dad need to be part of this conversation since aren't they the leaders of this community? Give or take, it's more like a council of elders, but I think that Garros and Kilrus are both very influential figures. Assemble so might... the council! Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we need to have a town meeting. We used to have yeah. those back in my caravan days and i think if everyone's informed no one's going to be scared or as scared that's probably a good idea well i guess the best place to do it is probably the hearth it's where everyone seems to be kind of congregating eating up the last of the stew (laughs) what area are you guys in right now like what type of situation is going on with this conversation i think we've just been kind of standing near the gate we came in after we got back from the we did go. Water. You got. We did go talk to Crumb though, who was by the hearth. Yeah. Oh, was he? Okay. Yes. But yeah. In that general area. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me Chucky overheard and then blabbed to the entire community. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky. So Atreus. Yeah. This is your home. Yeah. What is Atreus going to do right now? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's uh. Okay. She kind of looks between the group and be like, "We're." 
you guys good to do a family meeting, town meeting right now? I'm game. Yeah? I'll provide the musical backing. Okay. And Scrum, please perhaps be there. some persuasive support. I'll be there right. in the background, lass. Well, not gonna... I need to explain the tunnels. But... Not, not a problem. Okay. Uh, Huck, is Elias back yet? I was with the... Huck. Looks the like they're airship, just landing. Yep. Airship had landed. Okay. The the door, the, the stairwell was down the whole entire fleet. In fact... Not supposed to do that. <laughs> that was the... It was probably really fucking impressive for Elias just to, like, look around the ship and just, like, look outside and just be, like, at least 200 feet up just getting that vision. But also you see all the dead cut trees and it's, like, a smile and then it's, like... Uh, smiling. Uh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> imagining Elias sitting on the end of the uh, the ramp that's down, just with his arms crossed, the wind whipping through his. Well, uh, that's your imagination outfit. of it. No, no, I no, mean, that, that was pretty accurate. He did walk yeah. upstairs and to see, like, oh, where's the cannons? And then Huck's like, what? Just a minute. He's like, okay. And then he goes back down the stairs because, like, I can I can run up walls now. Um, I was <laughs> just thinking, what's the most anime thing possible? That's, that's probably what Ty's that's exactly do. what he does. Standing on the word side of the airship. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, airship airship lands. Okay. So, okay. Uh, it just kind of flaps her hands a little bit as she kind of gathers herself. And then she casts Thaumaturgy to boost her voice up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. And she goes, uh, hi guys, it's Atreus. Um, we should probably have a town meeting about what's going on. I know a lot of you are really scared. We're going to figure all this out. We're going to talk about it. If you want to meet in the hearth in like five minutes or something, we can we can talk about it. Uh, and from behind you here, Hush, darling, get in here. From okay, thanks, guys. You hear your mom's voice calling you into the, the hut. Okay. Her voice is still booming. And she goes, okay, thanks, <laughs> Lyndon pats you a little bit with his furry, furry hand. Elias, you can hear this booming voice as well as the ship has kind of calmed down and a lot of the noise from this is. Oh, I guess we should uh, head into the uh, hearth area, uh, Huck. I'm going to prepare the ship for anything we need. I'm going to make some room, move some beds, move some stuff in case we have to actually take on more than 20... Comfortably. I, I'd love to see what a cannon is. Oh, it, it, it's it's under this platform. We'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, later, later. It's fine. Um, There's also harpoons. What? Oh, go. later, later, later. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, go. Help, uh, my, yeah. But, yeah. Nice meeting you both of you. Uh, Please I'm, go. I can't okay. stop looking at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you see their pet dragon? What? Elias like sprints back. A thousand percent power. <laughs> uh, Moving as you Moving all dash. enter the hut, uh, Elias, two minutes later, panting. Is the hearth in a hut? Or is it like no, the, the hearth is home. outside. This is, okay. this is one of the huts off on the side. Okay. Where, you know, Garrison Killerus would constantly go in, have small meetings with people, sit around, converse, eat, chat. And you walk in and you see Killerus just slumped. To see your mom slumped is nothing good. She seems a little broken to you, but yet you also see Garrus, your dad, just standing tall and trying to smile. Are you guys mad? I, I do not want to leave my home, our home. If someone is going to come here and destroy our home, I will be here and I will defend it, whether it is me or with others. I, I don't want to lose you, mom. Garrus comes up, puts his arm on your shoulder. My dear, 
You know your mom is just about as stubborn as you are. <laughs> but I think she's made her decision. We're gonna piece together a team to stay with her. Of those that can possibly defend. Well, well, what if there's too many? If there are too many, I will run. But I will not run without a fight. This is our home. Understand that. Please. We have worked too hard and too long to keep our home safe. But that was... That was when people didn't know we were here. Like, It's a lot different now. It's like we always said, you know, when when Ollie and I would ask to go to a town and like see people, you would always say, being nothing is so much better than being somewhere. Because that means no one's coming to take whatever you have. And you have been somewhere, haven't you? You've been many places. And now people are coming for what we have. They already have. People took half our home. Garrus just kind of look, puts her head down. Garrus holds you tighter. Um, are they talking loud enough for us to hear outside the hut? You are all inside within the hut, right? ten to twenty feet of this conversation, and for you all, it is a little awkward. It we is didn't like go going inside, did we? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pat said you guys followed yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought we were outside the hut. <laughs> um. Nope. Okay, ma'am. I. You say that they took half your home, but. Looking around, seeing your people, it seems like your home is still very much intact. Who are you? What is your name? Where where did you come from? You did not come here with my daughter and her friends from wherever she might have come from. The cruise ship, as she called it. I called oh, it that. No. I was, um, That's my fault. They came on the cruise ship to my home, to Linden's home. And Green Spire is, well, tall and seemingly above the rest of the world's problems, but while we were there, the problems of the world came to us regardless, and I lost two of my people to a threat that may very well be related to this. I'm not put all the pieces together myself, nor am I <laughs> that intelligent enough to do so, but I have learned that, uh, traveling or not, the problems of the world, if it, they want to, will come to you. And your daughter's done a damn good job of at least trying to mitigate the damage. Uh, roll a persuasion for me. Ooh, I have a thing, I think. Y you have a thing, or do you have an app? Are you rolling with an app instead no, of using no, no, dice? No, 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 I have, uh, I'm I have my D&D character on my phone because <laughs> I did not want to delay. Um, where are you, you piece of crap? I'm going to roll it regardless. <laughs> Class features. There you go. Ooh, that's good. It's a good one. That is a 19 plus um, persuasion, you said? Yes. It's a plus four, I think. Persuasion is a plus zero. So 19. Um, I would like you to roll again. Okay. Is this or advantage? We'll find out. Five. <laughs> um, but where's my features and traits thing? It's yeah, okay. Something... You're five. <laughs> I was rolling against you, and I, a tie on that one would not work, but you beat the two I rolled. Nice. So. I have a, uh, a, gosh, I have a thing where it's like it's something with intimidation or like. But you're not using so, intimidation. No, no, I something with like a draconic thing, and I, I don't know, it's related to charisma, but I've never really used it yet, so whatever. Okay. Well, with you um, feeling empowered, go ahead and say a little bit more to her mother to really convince her. Um, I, when I first met your daughter, I was obsessed, really, with purely protecting my home and becoming a just this symbol of 
what the protection of my home meant. Uh, I wanted to be fierce like a dragon, become a force that would repel the entire world away, but at the cost of who I am. And your daughter reminded me that it doesn't take some symbol or some supernatural or mythological creature like a dragon to inspire fear into those who would harm you. It just takes ordinary people to stand up and be courageous. And honestly, I think the best act of defiance against the sort of violence that is set upon your home is surviving and living to one day replant the fields and trees around us and once again make this place a sanctuary for your people. I know that Saluna is going to want us to come back and she's going to keep this place sacred until we can return and to regrow and make home better than it was before. Saluna seems great. Maybe we should listen to her. Garrus pulls you in, and then you see him pull your mother in. I think we can make a few changes for a little while in our lives. We can take a little trip, perhaps as some call a vacation. A cruise? Maybe, yes, Lyndon, perhaps on a cruise ship, if you will. They got really good ice cream. Not anymore. Well, we'd have to stop, but I'd like to try it. The ice cream or the vacation, my dear? That's a really good question, Dad. Um, and we're gonna talk about that more later, probably. Huh. But what, what would you like us to do? Your mother has already packed, as have I. She has many of the saplings and everything that we need from here at home. Already well, prepared to replant. Well, there's, there's this, um, there's a town. It's underground, I know. It's a little weird, um... But there's this town, and it's led by... Is that by fear- Greenspire? No. No. Greenspire oh. is... Uh, it's above ground. Really, really high above ground. But it's more of like a busy city, so I didn't think that would be a good place for our family or our people. Um, but it's called Despot, and it's run by a fearbolg called Iain. And he has a lot of the same powers that Ollie has, and uh, a lot of the village elders have. And he offered... Despot to us, at least for a time. Are Fearbolgs like something that are common? Are they kind of exactly, uh, you know, kind of like the dark elves and dwarves? Are they kind of not present? Uh, in, in, in foresty areas and in places where the Fearbolg would naturally be. So naturally be. So they're not, but they're not like dwarves they in the fence. Like no, no, no. Okay, cool. Nope. There it are. Is, there is a like very, very large population of them in home. Yes. It's like. 50% tiefling to 50% fearbolg, Got and it. like the occasional something else in there. Others scattered. Cool. Yeah. Linton, while hearing this, uh, anything you want to chime in? Linton is thinking, I'm glad that they were able to convince them because they've been defending this place with their entire force for a much longer <laughs> period of time against a lower amount of attackers and have not been able to hold the line, so <laughs> it's time to retreat. Yeah. <laughs> if I it just... went badly, he was going to jump <laughs> in with persuasion. Yeah. But they've got it. <laughs> Atreus is going to uh, reach out and take her mom's hand and just like ho- kind of hold a finger, you know, like a little kid does. Mm-hmm. And she is still kind of looking at the ground and she goes, I just, I thought I was never going to see you guys again. And if you stay here, I know you're probably, we're probably not ever going to actually see each other again. <laughs> and I did miss you. I miss you too. You were supposed to be by my side. Are you coming down to Despot with us? That wasn't the plan. We were gonna go to Greenspire and go to see Lyndon's mom and try to convince her to join 
the fight against the Hive and the Empire and everything. If you wouldn't object to a ride in a cruise ship... You could come with us. I think you two would get on. Yeah, my mother. she's really powerful, and she reminded me a lot of you, actually. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen anyways. (laughs) (laughs) If I can go with you, can some of our people come along with us? Yeah, I mean, whoever wants to come. And how are... How will everyone else get down to Depot? Despot. Despot. Yes. So Crumb is from there, actually. I I don't know if he was born there. He just lives there. The 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 Dorvan gentleman, yes. Yes. Um, We We have met some of his kind. Yeah. We were thinking that (laughs) he could lead everyone down there and uh, maybe have some of his people meet them along the way to kind of... Through the bear tunnels? Uh... I think there's another tunnel kind of nearby that we could not go through the bear tunnel. She kind of scratches the scar by her eye. If need be, I will distract the bears. <laughs> I could turn That's... into T-Rex again and eat them. Can I mean, we just that is the use way we magic to put the bears to sleep? I mean, I could outrun a bear. <laughs> Do you remember those kids that were playing with Crumb, though? They probably couldn't. I mean, buddy, I go first. I flex a little, I ra- roar at the bears, and then... Recognizing me as an equal. Look, <laughs> I just, they will chase after me in a well, letter of honor. Let me just tell you from personal experience, you don't want to mess with the bears. Fair enough. I mean, Elias has this overwhelming urge to go mess with the bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, side question for you, Elias, and I guess Atreus and Lyndon too. That transport stone that got you here you remember if they said that was a one-time use and it's done or it is yes unfortunately he's stuck with us now well what i was (laughs) thinking is someone hanging back and then being able to communicate when they actually showed up so we would have a timeline of exactly where they were and when uh i could do so i feel like there's probably someone in town that could like set not to use the exact spell name, but an alarm mm-hmm. or something. Or maybe a familiar or something can stay behind and come back. That's also very possible. Either someone's got a familiar that could stay behind, like a little bat or like a squunk, skunk, squunk, uh, or like something that could just let us know when something's going on. I can or... just cast clairvoyance one mile up in the air and see if I can see and if, Kara. And if we've got I mean, two how days... long would that last though, right? So... I'm not so much aiming for knowing when she gets here, but being able to see her from that distance yeah. up. Yeah. What if we could um, maybe we could still set traps. To, maybe, yeah. maybe Is there a way we could... This is a one-time use, but is there a way maybe we could recharge the stone, potentially? Uh, I don't know. I think that would be more of a question. I mean, question. I could study it also, probably, with yeah. my limited ma- magical knowledge. Okay. Patrick. <laughs> yes, sir. Would you say that if Kara were flying an airship from Sestoria, it's a bit of a math word problem. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, if you, if Kara is <laughs> flying an airship from Sestoria to home, would you say that the two-day journey is approximately a hundred miles or yep. less? I, I fucking no! <laughs> I never set mileage on my map. It's two to three days given. Okay, I think what I'm asking is, if Lyndon were to cast Clairvoyance one mile straight up in the air <laughs> and look in the direction of Sistoria, could he see Kara's ship? How long does it last? Ten minutes. But I'm one mile up in the air, so I should be able to see about 100 miles. You would have to roll a really high perception check on that. Done. He's got a really high perception <laughs> check. Like, you were talking right now? Yeah. 
Well, in okay. the morning, maybe. <laughs> Do you not have it? Huh? No, I have it. Now, well, don't forget, clairvoyance takes ten minutes to cast. Yes. So Can, it sounds like... Hold on. Yes. Uh, hold on. This is actually a perfect point for me to remind you that as Linden, unless you can cast fly on yourself, you cannot fly for that long. I don't have to fly. What are you going to do? The range of clairvoyance is one mile. Uh-huh. So I cast one mile straight up in the air. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were flying up one mile. And then no, then I wouldn't even need clairvoyance. And you can see how far with it? Uh, so I, I Googled... <laughs> Visibility distance. <laughs> What's the wording of clairvoyance? I've yeah, never I heard the they use the spell in this way, and wording. I'm just fascinated. So one from one mile up, distance to the horizon line is about 96 miles. Fuck. Oh. Clairvoyance. You create an invisible sensor within range, right. within a radius of one mile, uh, in a location familiar to you or in an obvious location that is unfamiliar to you, which would be one mile straight up in the air. The sensor remains in place for the duration, 10 minutes. Uh, you can choose seeing or hearing... Yeah, it just allows you to see normally from that spot, as though you were there. Cool. Why don't you just fly up a mile and look? I can't fly that high, Resden. I'm very sore about it. Oh. Don't bring well, it up. Well, I can, when you get close to the ground, I can cast Feather Fall on you when you start falling. I could fly Wait. you up for a minute, and then... I could polymorph well, I into could a bird and fly here. for an hour. Why are we trying to figure out where Kara is? Up. Why can't we just... <laughs> yes, what are you talking about? Why don't about? we just, like, leave uh, a familiar here or a alarm here or something like that rather than yes. trying to figure out, oh, that tiny dot over on the horizon might be her. I was trying or to offer a, a alternative to he does have leaving a, point. a familiar as none of us have one. And he, well, and, uh, but I know plenty of people here do. Well, I know a sailing ship can ah. go about 60 miles in a day. I think I read that in some handbook somewhere before. That is um, very far. So a flying ship oh, I yes, think would Google be about the same. So... If she's minimum two days away, she's going to be further than 100 miles out. How far? Yeah, what kind of ship is that, though? Old school wooden sailing ship? Or like a sleek uh, new sailing ship? Because uh, uh, Atreus would one? know how far an airship can travel in one day. She has flown them before, and she has proficiency in air vehicles. How far can an airship travel in a day, Patrick? Roll an intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> it's a plus zero for me. Oh, Do right. I get advantage because I have proficiency with air vehicles? I'm going to say no. Okay. Because <laughs> you have no proficiency points in it. What? What? Yes, you, I do. You just said you had zero in it. In intelligence, yeah. Oh, but oh, I have okay. proficiency with air vehicles. I think you just but had no, a proficiency think- Rolling at proficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Three plus four. <laughs> you're you're uh, trying to look back on some of the times where you were being the actual pilot that is flying, but your anxiety of being so high up and just not fully paying attention to the uh, paper maps and all the, uh, the the land masses that you were supposed to keep track of, because every time you looked down, uh, I just had to give her a fear of heights. Yep. Wait, <laughs> I, wait. I have an idea. Um, why don't we just take the airship up? straight up a mile and then look. Oh, uh, yeah. But also... That would make too much sense, Elias. <laughs> but also, again, we could just leave a familiar here. Or, like, an alarm spell. Regardless or... of how we determine if Kara is here, I agree. We, can we leave something out a way. here. Yeah. <laughs> we take some group of folks from home, including Atreus, your mother. friends, is this how you constantly try to come up with something... Oh, I forgot you were here. I am so sorry. Yeah. That was so rude. It has been such a mindfuck to watch you all think about one simple thing. And yet we get things done, which is interesting. That huh. That is absolutely great. Um, 
Who is going in the oh. airship and who is going on the ground? Well, that's what I called the town hall meeting about. We were going to ask people who wanted to go Until to Queenspire. Until we were very rudely interrupted. I, yeah. She looks at you, daggers, and uh, roll a con save. Which one of us? Lyndon. Uh, uh, Lyndon, yes, <laughs> okay. absolutely. I was like, oh, damn. Twelve. You you see these eyes of daggers just come at you, and it reminds you of your mom multiple times, just trying to just have at it. <laughs> D- DMG says airship travels at eight miles per hour. Eight? Oh, eight, eight <laughs> miles per hour. Ooh, so what's eight times twenty-four? It might be a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just general. If Pat hey, has can, stronger motors or whatever on it, Kara mm. said two days. It'll be. I don't, two days. I don't have mileage properly set here, so yep. okay. Well, if it's traveling continuously for those two days, then it could travel three hundred eighty-four miles in a day. Wow. <laughs> so. Or two days. In two days. Yeah, two days. So we were going to ask people in the town meeting if they wanted to go to Greenspire or if they wanted to go to Deathspot because we don't want to just tell people who, you're going here. Who do you need to go to Greenspire and who do you need to go underground? This is yours now. My hands are up. I'm going on the airship or the cruise ship, as your friends called it, to Greenspire. Your father, yeah. however, has decided to travel underground. Oh, uh... Okay. Is Ollie here? He is not inside. It is okay. you, your father, and your friends. Well, I was going to bring Ollie um, on the airship, and then I was going to send the warriors, uh, the protectors of the village, with whoever chooses to go underground, because it's a lot uh, safer up in the airship than it is to walk underground. So they need people protecting them. Um, you should then maybe consider bringing all the children on the airship, since they are... Notoriously smaller than other people and have uh. tiny legs. <laughs> oh god, that was awesome! That's a lot of kids. I mean, oh shit, that was if, great. If didn't didn't you also mention about being a target kind of leading? If we do happen to see the air, other airship, that we pull them away from the people walking on the ground. I also wouldn't want to take the kids away from their family. I yeah. think they're the ones yes. who can best protect them. Absolutely. I think they'll be safer where Kara doesn't know where they are. If we get shot down mid-flight, you know. She'll feel really bad. that we're not... Yeah, well, I'll she? be fine. No offense. <laughs> no, no, I will too. Yeah, no, it's... Okay. Just a lot of Thanks, kids guys. falling to the ground. Anyway, we were going to bring you. We are going to bring Ollie. Uh, we were thinking some of the elders could come as well to talk with Sayar, is her name. Lyndon's mom. She's the <laughs> high priestess there I, uh, for Serenita. I believe a group of them are actually prepared to go underground to Despot. Right. Uh, and I, I think they should. I just, I mean, if, if you're the only one who ends up coming, that's fine too. We should also mention there are ton, there is tunnel at, uh, near Greenspire in which you can also then travel from Greenspire to Despot. So there's not just, it's not just a one pick one path and then we'll never isn't, reconvene again. So there, so there are options. That the, the tunnel with the 10 foot drop? There's ropes. Is there? I mean, the ropes exist. Okay. I'll hold it. Right. <laughs> Miss, Miss. If you want to dangle from the end of a rope that I hold, I will not. I will not falter. Well, I kinda, lower you into a hole. You see this tiefling head just kind of, kind of turn like a dog staring at you, like what the fuck? Um, we we don't have Elias. to argue about this anymore. <laughs> Elias, it, yes, you're fucking adorable, but stop, <laughs> dear. How? It, and she's looking at you now, Atreus. Like, how is this one? How? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I. 
We fought once. That was fun. I, I bet it, he beat you. You have to, You'll have to tell me the story on the airship. I will. Oh, sorry. We can even reenact it. <laughs> um, dear, let's let's not waste time. My town hall meeting should be starting soon. She looks at her wrist that has nothing on it. Th- this was the meeting. I was. Gonna- we just need to collect people, tell them where to go, and that is it. Either you tell them after I say you have power, or I will tell them and they will go. Okay. I just think the majority of people should go under underground. Are you and accepting it, of holding some power right now? Uh, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Roll a con save. <laughs> I've got the power. And I, uh, Elias would like to like, put his hand on, on. Patricia's shoulder and just kind of give her 18. help. It's kind of a shirt. 18. Okay. Don't need it. Um, yeah. Okay, don't take my advantage. At first you begin to feel nauseous as your mother's telling you this, and then she kind of like puts her hand on your shoulder and just pushes you out. Let's, let us go. Let us go. You will address our public as to what is going on, and I will go with you on the airship. Your father will take the rest down to Despot. How many can fit on the airship? Comfortably? Ish. 20. 20. People. You do know that uh, Huck said 40 uncomfortably. 40 uncomfortable. Yeah, but she said comfortably. So she was answering okay. that question. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Because Kilra said, like, how many people can fit comfortably? So. Okay. I was I was answering. I was answering the question, Patrick. So. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, So. With that thought in mind, so twelve Atreus. to thirty-two extra, not counting everyone in this <laughs> ship plus the other three current crew yep. members. Atreus will have to think about who is going to go on the airship and who is going to go down below. Are there any people in home that you think need to be on the airship just to make sure that they make the trip safely? Mm-hmm. Need a list of because every the- name, social security not number. Not every name. Not every name. No, we but- do. We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have occupations. level. What they sound you know. like. Yep. And yeah. also, to be fair, the trip from Greenspire <laughs> to Despot is a lot easier than the trip from home to Despot. They'll be in the tunnels a while. They're yeah. moving slower, yeah. yes. Um, can I suggest something also? The ground group leaves before the ship. That way, if Kara arrives... We can hop in the ship and lead them away from the walkers. That's, yeah, that's a good idea. I wouldn't mind a chance to let off a few shots at her uh, airship well, from wanna, a distance. I want to I wanna set some traps around this Well, it's only too. half a mile away before you get to the tunnels, or like two miles away before the other set. Still, yeah, they can be underground they can track and like away the tunnels. by we, the end of today. Should we collapse the tunnels behind them? Mm. No, because we want to come back here one day. And that's also the bear's home. That's good. I thought there was another tunnel. I think there is. There's two. Yeah. You said there's two, so there's two. I think we've made some good decisions today. There are maybe a lot of people who will need every helping hand they can get to put their belongings together. And then I think we all deserve a long night's rest. Mm. Oh, also, my best <sighs> friend might be on their way to Greenspire. I'd love to pick them up in the airship. <laughs> if we have time, if we find them, just saying. I feel like take going to see them on the airship would be shooting past Greenspire. But maybe we can go, like check and see if they're in town yet when we get there. That would be great. <laughs> I'm going to start setting up some plans for uh, trapping this village. I foresee a bunch of trip or uh, pits covered with leaves and branches. And sir, first, I envision your body covered with tapered material and cloth. Let's get you oh, a new yes. top first. I need new outfit. 
after the town, af- after we tell everyone what's going on, we're gonna go to the Stone Weavers. <laughs> we'll get you a whole new fit. It'll be great. Very uh, shopping montage. Pretty woman no montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-, I still need Atreus to tell people what's going on. Oh, I thought we were gonna do that next week. Okay. No, you're gonna do this right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I had time to think about this. Nope. Okay, okay, okay. Um, D&D. Atreus climbs up on the table at the hearth, like the big table where the elders kind of sit at the head of the hearth. She climbs up on top of the table and casts clairvoyance to everyone who is gathered, which hopefully is everyone. There's quite a few people, uh, a little less than normal, but you can tell that there are people off in the distance, just in their little kind of packs. Does you have a bow uh, on the back of her? You have a bow on the back on your back, right? Yes. And it kind of sticks up over your head a, a little, little bit. A little bit, yeah. I cast light on the tip of the bow, so she's got this light <laughs> right above her head. <laughs> nice like little right. beacon. Lyndon's playing background music. Uh, go ahead, roll performance. And Elias will bamf out his... 15. Roll 15. So, with that 15, you also get... Nate, what is your uh, what's your inspiration? Oh, uh, it's a. I keep forgetting because we did that one shot. Hold on, it's a D eight. Yeah. So that's a I keep D8. wanting it to be a D twelve. D eight <laughs> plus one because of that performance check. So as you are trying to talk everyone here at your home into what is going to transpire over the next few days, what does Atreus feel she needs to roll to <sighs> inspire or? Uh, uh, a performance or whatever you need to. You have inspiration plus one on whatever you choose to roll. Inspiration plus one? Yeah, so a d8 plus one. So you can roll a d8. Plus one plus whatever you were going to utilize. Okay. She's not a very social person, so this is a hard choice for me. (laughs) Can I argue animal handling? Because they're all fearful. (laughs) No. I will deny that. (laughs) Okay. Damn, I really bit myself in, a foot here, in the foot here. Sure did. Uh, Atreus is going to use persuasion because she's, the only thing that she has uh, charisma-based is intimidation, and that's not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's trying to be nice. So she's just going to use persuasion, and she's going to get up on the table, cast Salmaturgy on her voice again, because it's just a cantrip. So she's just, like, casting it every time it runs out to keep herself amplified. <laughs> she goes... Okay. Thank you, everyone, for coming to the hearth today. I know there's been a lot going on, and I know a lot of you are probably scared. And that's okay. It's okay to be scared because we're going to get out of this, and home is still going to be home because we're all going to be together. The plan for today is to send the vast majority of people with my friend Crumb, and she points to Crumb in the crowd. Hi! <laughs> You're going to be going with my friend Crumb. He's very strong, very protective. He will take care of all of you, uh, as well as the village protectors. They will watch over you, and you're going to be headed to a city underground called Despot. It is led by an elder, Fearbolg, named Ian, and he is welcomed us into his community and into his home and he will take care of you as for those who cannot travel long distances you will be joining myself and Kilrus on an airship to go to a city in Kandala called Greenspire 
There we know the, the high priest, Serenita, and she will care for us and she will show us kindness that was not shown here. Does anyone have any questions? What did you roll? Oh, let me roll. I didn't roll, I was just talking. Let me cast Enhance Ability Eagle Splendor to give you advantage. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. So you have advantage, you have inspiration plus one. And a plus zero to persuasion. Okay, 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 okay. 19. (laughs) Plus one on my D8, plus two. (laughs) So, uh, 21 total. Everyone is looking at you as if they were looking at your mother. With pure admiration and acceptance and understanding. And I would also like you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, con save? Yep. 20. Not that. Yeah. You feel yourself begin to well up with this feeling of power yet acceptance that you have seen your mother in for so long and so many times. Yet these people who have never really listened to you are here with you, listening to you, ready for you to guide them on their path for whatever this is going to be, to either save them, save home, and just become something better. Elias just bends over and kind of whispers in Atreus's ear, it's nice to finally step into who you are, right? And we're going to leave it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle moment. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Holy shit. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of The Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I have been their dungeon master, and with us has been Tyler. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on pretty much everywhere, but maybe just easier to go to my website, tylerscowcroft.com. So if I look in my laundry, are you there? Wherever there is injustice, I'll be there. <laughs> I don't think there's any injustice in my laundry. Oh, you should tell that to your washing machine, because I've talked to it, and dear lord, <laughs> what have you have done to that poor clothing? <laughs> Just the socks, man. I mean... Socks, oh, really hey, socks. Nate. Hey, Nate, where can they find you? Our listeners can find me on the internets, on Twitter, at Nate Scott Jones. And what about you, Matt? I can be found on Twitter also, at Longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Otto? Uh-oh. Hey, you whoa. can find me at... Human Wreckages on Twitter. That's what it was. I saw the freaking S. Oh, Uh. snap. I got it. Not the correct one, but I got it. Spelled correctly, guys. Hell. With an S. Spelled correctly. With an S at the end. So I'm multiple. You know, know, I was was messed up because I was like, wait, I didn't put an S. It is, huh. Yep. Well, shit. I got it. I fixed it. Congratulations. No more human reekages for me, Beach. <laughs> Let's all give her a little uh, golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. I've waited years for this. I'd like to thank uh, my girlfriend. Uh, she really supported me during the hard times. <laughs> I'd like to thank our dog. Cut you just dog, on lap kind of did putting it? one paw over its just mouth. and. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tears welling up in its eyes. This is a very exciting day for me, guys. (laughs) Hey, Matt, why don't you just take us out? (laughs) Thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more Misfits in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore guide. 
Please also give us a follow on our main group page at Cast O Many Things, where you can stay updated on all our other podcasting adventures. All our episodes can be found by searching Cast O Many Things on iTunes, Podbean, or any app of your choice. So please subscribe and follow us. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a nice rating and review. And review. Lastly, you can reach us through our email, castofmanythings at gmail.com, or visit our Facebook page. We would absolutely love to hear from you, our amazing fans. So until next time. Um, did we level up? Fuck no! Fuck. <laughs> Thank you for coming to her TED Talk. To her TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs>